0: welcome thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by david entry when you catch a word you have caught god may you catch a word today that will cause god to change your story be blessed putting grace to work god is a god of grace shall we all say that together please say it again God is a God of grace. He, Grace is actually God at work. Okay. So grace is not so much as what you deserve. But so it's, it has a lot to do with what God is doing. Uh, we understand that grace is unmerited favor. So when grace comes upon your life, it's like you have been exposed to favor you do not deserve an opportunity you do not deserve that's what we call grace all right brothers and sisters as i grow i grow up in life i discover more that life is a function of grace you can see someone who you think deserves a b c and yet will not get and you see someone else who you know not you think you know doesn't deserve a b c and they are getting it and it's going well with them and it's always important to be sensitive to grace acts when you see grace acts you, it doesn't matter your personal opinion, your personal feelings and your personal um, philosophy or uh, your, person, your mood you know when you see grace working, if you can tell this is grace, the best thing to do is align yourself. Right. Because, listen to this, grace is contagious. Grace is contagious. I just have to, I don't have to know how, how you are going to, and I just have to look at people you hang around with. Mm-hmm. If they carry grace, it will come on you. You do not have to do everything they did to get the grace. You have to hang around them and be in good proximity. And then, because God told Abraham, I'll bless you and make you a blessing. And you shall be a blessing. So, the, the sign of every genuine blessing is it flows over. The sign of every genuine blessing is people around you, people who have certain proximity with you, also benefit. They may not have to deserve, but they benefit. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So it's very important you understand that who you associate with determines what kind of grace that flows on you. Oh. I will talk a bit more about that. But God is a God of grace. In First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse ten, Paul said, "I am what I am by the grace of God." Let's read that from the screen. Is it okay for us to read it out loud? Right. Let's read. Let's go. But by the grace of God. I am what I am. One more time. I I I think you could could read it louder. For the last time, let's go. But by By the the grace grace of of God, God, I am what I am. He's saying that I am what I am by the grace. It's the grace that made me. It's not my certificate. It's not my qualification. It's not my contacts, my connections. It's the grace that made me. If there's something you should look out for, you should pursue for, is God's grace. Grace has a way of making life easier for you. Grace has a way of making life easier for you. Can I tell you something, sir? No. He said, grace said, for this thing I went to God three times. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, to God to take away this thing from me. There was given to me because of the abundance of my revelations. There was given to me a thorn in my flesh. A messenger of Satan to buffet me. Lest I be exalted above measure. The God has strange revelations that human beings can have. And God gave it to him. And so God allowed a thorn in his flesh. A messenger of Satan. Now I know what the messenger is. <laughs> Some people said some people believe that some theologians believe Paul was sick. He was like maybe some whatever, but, but and what is he has some form of disability. This man was a miracle worker. Okay, because if you go to verse twelve, verse twelve says that the signs of an apostle, truly the signs of an apostle, were accomplished amongst you with all perseverance, in signs, wonders, and mighty deeds. See? When I came, it was demonstrating. Okay, so it's, he was a frustrated man. This is he had. Bible says that I know of a man that verse from verse one. He said it, he was years ago. He was caught into the ten heavens, and he said I he saw things that no one can see. He said he saw things that I can't say. He said I know of a man, and whether in the body of I don't know, uh, God knows. Such a man was caught up into the third verse two, caught up into the third, and I know of such a man whether in the body of uh, verse four. He was caught having the experience which it is not lawful for man to. I can't it say it's not lawful. Wow. God showed me things that is not lawful. No, I can't say it is not lawful if I say it. I'm broken a like divine protocol because human beings can't take it. He said, I saw things God showed me. Say, encounters, encounters. God showed me things that I can't talk about, I am not supposed to because it's not lawful for me to say, to utter, for any man to utter such a thing. The things I saw, when I was caught into paradise, I was caught up. He said, whether it's physically I went or spiritually, I don't know. Only God knows. The thing was so real, it looked physical. It looked so real and so grandiose. no, physical body cannot go through such experience. So it's, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I was caught up. Verse 5, and it says that, of such a one will I boast? If I, you, I want to boast, I want not boast about... Sister, brother, stop making noise about your shoes, your house, your job. Stop boasting about your encounters in God. Amen. When I say boast, boast there doesn't mean that go around, hey, one. No, it says that if there's something that should make you very happy and very confident, it should be things like that. Not the, the kind of designer where you were or who you know. All those things don't matter. What matters is that your, is your encounters. That hey, Jesus, the depths, the depths, the intensity of your encounters is what determines who you actually are. Yes. Hallelujah. And so, because of this abundance of revelations, <laughs> look at verse six. Look at verse six. He said, "For I thought this was I will not be a fool, because he didn't want to boast, but the people were saying so many negative things about him. He was forced to talk about some of it. He didn't say the things he saw, so, but just who the, he is." which they are taking for granted. That's why it says making all this. Video. But look at verse 7. He said, because of these revelations, he said, lest I be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation. Hey, human beings. He had so much revelation that he, there was the propensity for him to be exalted above measure. He felt too important. He's, he had the human nature. He had the propensity to feel more important than he ought to. Because the revelations were too much. So much. Some of the things, so he can be talking to you, and things he knows, you don't have a clue, but he's not allowed to say it. So obviously, (laughs) you don't don't know, you don't know, you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. But watch this, he says that because of this abundance of revelation that was given to me, that I was also given a tone in my flesh was given to me. Alright, a messenger of Satan to buffet. To buffet mean to actually not buffet you see that, look at the first statement unless I be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, then it's finished again Lest I be exalted above measure you be so proud of yourself that you are above measure, you can't measure your level now but anyway, and he says that I like what, he did something, listen, if you are going through something you got to do something about it, do it to God he said regarding this, I went to God three times God, remove this problem concerning this thing not a revelation, no. that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing. What thing Wait me, that? That thing. So concerning this, concerning this thing, I pleaded, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might be, let this thing leave me, let this problem, let this challenge in my body, let it, let it leave me. Let it I'm God. It's too much. But God said, you don't need a problem to go. What you need is grace. Someone say grace. Someone shout grace. Grace. Shout grace. Grace. When you have grace, you can handle life. (laughs) When you have grace, you can handle life. What others go through and break down, you go through and break through. If I were you, what I'll be looking for is the grace of God, not the praise of men. Stop it. Stop trying to get everyone to sing your praises. It's not necessary. And most of them will have to lie to you because once they know that's what you want, they have to just tell you so just to make you feel okay. Because some of them are sympathetic. They know you feed on it. That's, that's, you'll be miserable, so they won't tell you. So for those of us who always want praise to be sung to us, you are, you, are, you are running on the wrong track. You can't be corrected, you can't be uh, scolded, or you can't be rebuked, you can't be, you know, it must be hey, ask for you every time. Jesus even said that some people when they give their arms, they do it publicly so that men can see them and praise them. The Bible said that if you did it for men to praise you, you've already got your reward with men. Matthew chapter 6. From verse 5, 6, and 7. day. So if you do that, you do, oh, from verse 1, 3, 2, 3, 4. If you do that, but he said, if you pray, go into your secret. And let God, oh, God, I feel like preaching. Pastor, he said, let God who sees in secret. And God who sees in secret, himself will reward you secretly. He will reward you secretly. He will reward you privately. Okay. You are sharing your testimony. People will be seeing and rejoicing, but they wouldn't see when you are paying such a price. When you, no one was there, you could have said, "This "I oh, no, Well, well, well. Actually, sitting here, the word of God is coming. You can choose to say, "I'm, I'm connecting or I'm coming." God I can't. No one knows what you are thinking. That's the secret, what, secret, secret thoughts of your heart. God depends on those things to reward you. And when he's rewarding you, so you see someone, God using the person, or God has opened the door. Instead of looking at the grace factor, you are looking at the flesh factor. Grace has distractors, things that can distract you from the grace. Hallelujah. He He said that my grace is sufficient. Don't talk to me to take away the problem. Let the problem stay. But let me give you grace. I will just. All you need is supply of grace. Grace is sufficient. Money. How many of you know money has never been sufficient? And money can never be sufficient. Never, never. Yeah. Say grace. 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 I understand grace at least to a certain extent. Where I am, I can say with Paul, by grace of God. By grace of God. When people see you are doing very well, I'm saying in my head, grace is helping me very well. Grace. Me? Do you? <laughs> oh, it don't be deceived. Me? What? It's just grace. Grace. Show me someone who has a supply of grace and I'll show you someone who can never be stronger in life. Tell someone, grace is sufficient for you. So he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. So grace, watch this. The grace is a maker. The grace of God will make you. He said, so God is a God of grace, but I discovered that God can give you grace and the grace will be made in vain. You, not God. Grace that is supposed to change your story, that's supposed to move you to another level. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. He said, I am what I am, what I am but by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace towards me was what? Not me. His grace towards me was what? Not in vain. I can't hear you. Not in So that means the grace can be in vain. It's a serious thing. How to make use of grace, the grace, so that doesn't go in vain? Because we are in a season of grace. Remember, it's not everything you can do at every time. There are, there are grace seasons that make that the doing of some things become very optimum, optimum, and easier. If you pass that grace season, not that, uh, even the, in us in our normal everyday language, they said, let's give him grace period. Yeah. Right. Grace period is a period for which, even though you couldn't have done it, that a period for you, you are allowed to get this done again. Someone is receiving grace. Amen. So, so. You must, you must be sensitive about seasons of grace. There's there a story in the Bible, it's not part of my text, in the book of 2 Kings where there was famine and the prophet came and says that tomorrow morning by this time there will be uh, food will be cheap at the gate. And the Bible says that and at the gate there were some four lepers sitting there. It looked like accidental. They found themselves in the place where grace was about to manifest. Seasonal, the season of grace. They were at the right place. The lepers became very wealthy owners of gold silver jewelry and they said, listen we've got so much we can't do this let's go and tell the people who are suffering to come and eat Why? why lepers bringing food no they sit at the gate and you give them the leftover now where the leftover goes the overflow is coming from there and it's because of they found themselves in a place where a word has come concerning and so it was a season of grace where are they now we don't even know their descendants it was just for a time. So the things of life—it actually does not what defines who you are. The things of life—where are they? Their destinies. We are talking about them because they found themselves in a season of grace, but not because of the gold and the food they saw. There were other people who had seen better food, more gold, but we don't even know about them. In, in the book of Luke chapter. Chapter 4, verse 21. Bible said, when Jesus spoke this way, they saw the grace that the man was carrying. They wondered. They said, What gracious words are these? Luke chapter 4, verse 21, 22, 23, 24. What gracious words are these? Okay, so, and they began to say to them, Today the scripture, Jesus told them the treatise fulfilled. Verse 22, quick quick, 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 verse 22. So all bore witness with him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out. Say, Grace. Something was coming out. Watch this, brothers and sisters. That's the core of my message. Grace was coming out to change their economic status. Grace was coming out to change their health conditions. Grace, when grace is released, it affects health and economy first. So Bible, look at the next verse. After, even, well, well, he said to them, Jesus said, you surely say, say to me, physician, hear yourself, what, whatever we have had done in Capernaum, do here also in your own country. They, they were mocking now. And then, look at that. Go to the next verse. Then he said, As surely I say to you, the, no prophet is accepted in his own country. He said, you guys are not saying to me. Even though they were saying in their hearts, what gracious words this man is bringing Yet they knew him too much. They were too familiar. They were looking at the wrong thing, so they missed it. And watch this. Uh, uh, no prophet, go to the next verse. Let me show you something. This is interesting. But I tell you the truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heaven was shut out for three and a half years, and there was no, there was a great famine throughout. the day. Famine means financial crisis. Many widows were in Israel. None of the Israeli, Israelite widows. Elijah, who was an Israelite, none of them benefited from the ministry of him. The financial turnaround, economic messiah, the economic freedom, economic grace, economic liberty he carried, none of them benefited because they were looking at him from the ordinary so, the Bible said none of them. Jesus said this. So, Do you know why he said it? Because when he came and gracious words came out of it, and he told them today, this scripture is fulfilling your hearing, they knew that it's gracious words, but then immediately they said, no, 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 we know Jesus too much. So, they look at the wrong political side. They look at things, they judge this from the wrong angle. And they missed it. And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. This is what happened in the days so of... He spoke about economic issues first. Go to the... See, 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 so go, but, 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 but none of them was... Except, except the, uh, to Zeraphat, The, the region was there. A woman who was a widow. Outside the region of Israel. Go to the next verse. Quickly. Quickly. And watch this. Watch again. And many lepers were in Israel... In the time of Elisha the prophet. Sicknesses. Health miracles were coming with grace. But none of these lepers were cleansed except the Syrian. Wow. What about the Israelites? They did not respect the grace that was coming to help them. Wow. They're trivial. I know this one too much. I'm fine. Even, even though in their heart they could tell something unusual is happening, but in their mind politics distracted them. They're looking at too many things. I'm tired. I don't think I should do that. No, no, why? So they missed it. And when there is grace coming, first of all, it brings economic turnaround. And it brings health blessings. These are the two major byproducts of grace. When grace, the prophetic grace, comes for a move of God, they missed out. Number one way to make a grace in vain or to hold on to or make use of the grace, number one is a sacrifice, commitment, sacrifice. It will cost. Revival costs. Revival is a very costly thing. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. He said, Time, for time will not permit me to tell you about Gideon, about Barak, about Jephthah, about Samson. And then he went on and said, and also David, Samuel, and the prophet. Watch this, the qualification. He said, Who? Subdued kingdom. Through who, through faith, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lion, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, Turned to fly the armies of the aliens. Is. this is great great what you mayhemam does may call achievements great fits mm-hmm. they did it Coach, let me show you something verse 35 verse 35 36. we may receive their dead raised uh, to life again. Others were what she, what she said? Others. others. Say others. others. Say, others. Others. Say others. others. The same faith that was showing the verse 32 downwards was is the same faith. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. If you mean that, me escaping suffering. So I'll escape I'll miss God's purpose. He said, let me suffer. Yes. Bible says in the, I think verse 24, 26 by faith, Joseph Moses, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. By faith, verse, verse, verse twenty something. Moses, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Go to the next verse, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than enjoy the passing <laughs> pleasures of sin, yes. bro. Sister, choose to suffer affliction. This suffering is not suffering that is going to kill you. It's suffering that is, is building discipline in your life. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that it requires effort and it will cost you. It will cost you. Christianity is costly. Yeah. Where did we get this idea? that ah, Jesus, church, I'm tired. and This is too much. I'm serving too there, there, There's nothing like serving too much in God's house. Yeah. There's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Because God will never rob you and cheat you. You work, and pay you. You work, you pay you. Yeah. You work, you pay you. He pays better than any employer can pay you. Yeah. Time. In this matter, time will tell. Yeah. Who is on the right side? I get what I'm saying. It costs Moses. Moses by faith. He he refused to be called son of Pharaoh's daughter, and rather chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. That should be your testimony: that I've chosen, that I will suffer with the people of God. Philippians 1:29. Philippians 1:29. It says, "It has not been given to you only to believe in Jesus, but the believing comes with something else." Let's read it from the Let's go. Let's read it. Out. Not only to believe in him, but also to. So, why have we neutralized the suffering for his sake? The suffering I submit to is not sickness, it's not poverty, it's the things you go through just to please him. The things sometimes sleepless nights, sometimes you're going to work in the morning. But you know, because of your commitment to the things of God, because of your heart for the things of God, you go through what others won't go through. But now some people are watching TV and sipping tea or having um, some ice, you know, having fun. But that's, not, that's, that's how you live a normal life. That's how you live it. after work. You go home, rest, just get ready for t- tomorrow's harassing work. <laughs> You are sitting here, and this man is talking talking, 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 talking. It's building grace into somebody. It's building grace into somebody. You watch those who expose themselves and allow the grace to do its perfect work in them. Watch the end. Hallelujah. So, number one, commitment to suffering. Some of us are too allergic to suffering, but we want to be great in life. You are joking. What, why do you think you want to move up and you do want to be attack free. You know what I'm talking about? Satan will target you, but as I Satan, is not a problem because he can't get you. Yeah. But he will suffer some persecutions. Yeah. You want everybody to like you, That's why you are very nice. It can't happen, bro. It can never happen. You can do everything right and more people will, will not like you. Yeah. Why? Because that's what happened. The Bible says that for everyone who will live godly in Christ will suffer persecution. Hallelujah. You will lose some friends now, but later on, they will come looking for you. I guarantee you, if you are following grace, those who reject and those who attack you, later they will come back looking for you. They will come back looking for you. They will come back looking for you. They will will say, oh, you know what? I was wrong. Oh, please. I didn't know. I didn't know." But like Joseph, they sold him they came back. <laughs> they didn't hear him. Where did he them? So, listen, go for grace. Grace, some of you, your, your own family members will turn their backs against you. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. It will happen. It will happen. Not that you did something wrong against them, you don't like them, but just that they, they now don't like you. you are, this thing, this God thing, you are taking it too far. But you know that's your destiny. You know that's your destiny. You have to be true to your destiny. Don't hate them. But most of us can't stand that affliction. Right. And so we give up. And then we go back. I want, I want everybody to be happy. I don't want anything. I want everybody. And my mom is always complaining. My sister is always complaining. So number one, sacrifice. Number two what? consistency. Consistent. Let's all say consistency. 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 You have to be consistent in the basics. Some of us, we start something strong and then we we fall off. off. Watch people who are not consistent, they always go round. Consistency. Remain consistent. Don't show up today and tomorrow we can't see you. Some, Some people can't stand the test of time. That's the problem. That's not what I'm saying. And be careful. Be careful the people you listen to. That's the next thing. Prayer. Prayer. Consistency prayer. Bible says Jesus taught them a whole parable to teach men how men always ought to pray and not to faint. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. He taught them. In Acts chapter chapter 1 verse 14, Bible says that and they continued in prayer. In Acts chapter 2 verse 1, Bible says that and they were all together in one accord. And suddenly something, they were praying. Hmm. Consistency in prayer. Consistency in the word. Bible says Paul separated the disciples and touched the word. Acts chapter 19, verse 8. Downwards. But when some were hardened and not believed, but spoke evil of the way, and but spoke evil of the way before the multitude, he departed from there and withdrew the disciples, reasoning daily in the school do you see that? He withdrew the disciples. So not everybody, not the multitude. These are disciples. Disciples, come and let's pray. Come and let's pray. We don't need the multitude. The crowd will come later. Let's come and pray. And be one of the price payers for the multitude to benefit. And there's no way your life will benefit. The the next verse. The next verse. And this continues for how many years? Two years. So that all the who dwell in Asia had the word of the Lord. Both the Jews. Asia. The whole Asia. Why? Because some disciples were meeting every day for two years. Teachings, teaches, and a whole Asia had the word. Now, then when you read Bible, go to the next verse and see. Go to the next verse. Now God works unusual miracles to the power. You see, the pastor for two years he was teaching. For two, now miracles are the flowing to the extent that aprons from his body were being sent to the sick and diseases were living. Why? Because he has been in such an atmosphere of power of teaching on a regular basis. So strong that now he doesn't have to go. Anything that touches him going is working miracles. Yeah be some consistency. Oh, oh, see, 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 we have been deceived by this generation that go to church once a week, is that, twice a week, it's enough. Hey, it's critical. It's not enough. It's critical. It's dangerous. You need an, an atmosphere of fellowship for a long time. Some of us, the things that have entered our lives, the things that need to be fleshed out of your life, you need an atmosphere of prayer and fellowship for a very long time. Yeah. Yes, on a regular basis. Because you know where you've been. You know the things that are following you. You know it's a constant exposure to an atmosphere. An atmosphere. So some things will be breaking and some things will be remade in your life. That's what this does. That's what it does. It raises the giants in you. Because where you have been is so far. I'm chasing after you. No matter what it will take. I need you more and more. I'm chasing after you. That should be your heart cry. Pay the price. Seek God. It will be for your benefit. Don't try to just be a church member. Be a god chaser, a God-seeker. And your life is colorful. Mm. Is someone getting what I'm talking about? The word. The word. And then your company, and then your focus. These are the last two. Four things you have to be consistent in. Prayer, the word, your company. They went to their own company. Acts 1-6. And when they were gathered together. Luke chapter 12, verse 1, and then being assembled together, when they were assembled together. Acts chapter 4, verse 31, the place where they are assembled together. There's something about assembly. Acts chapter 4, verse 23, and they return to their own company. They return to their own company. They return to their own company. Listen to me. In, let me add this to the company thing and let me stretch to a bit of light on the end of it. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful you will think that, me. okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. I know what. You are killing grace. Grace is dying. When, whilst you are listening to certain people, grace is dying. Is someone getting that... These are teachings that people must know. And if you are too intelligent to understand, to get your heart to catch this grace, you'll be like the people. Jesus was talking to the Lisa. I know Jesus. You know, everything you are, you, you, you are, yeah, you 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 know what you are doing. That's why you look at look at you. I'm telling the truth. I'm speaking as a grace carrier. I told you I know who I am. I told you I know who I am. I know who I've met. If you have. If you have met who I've met, you talk the way I talk. From the onset, some of you must notice that this is not a man who is desperate for support. I've discovered that. It's not the fasting is important, praying. I've discovered ministry and enjoyment of God's grace is not your fasting. It's not your praying. It's not. It's the, the grace vessel you are firmly connected to. Mm. Say grace vessels. Your associations. There are some people. When you associate with them, your life can remain the same again. Be careful who you hang around with, and hang around with the right folks that will be building you towards the vessels. You know this is a vessel of grace for my life. How do you know? You will know it. Beyond you just spoke. People had the witness in their hearts. If you are, if you are wise, God will show you. You will know in your spirit that this thing. But sometimes, depending on what you keep listening to, and then stay focused. Consistent, stay, keep, keep focused. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 it says that who for the joy that was set before him? He says, Looking unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finish. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finish of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Come on, endure the cross. Keep, keep your eyes for the joy that was set before him. Endure the cross, despising the shame. Stay focused. We are looking for revival, we are looking for grace to manifest. Stay focused. Tell someone, stay focused. If you allow me, I can go on and on. Because my heart is full of matter. Matter. Matter that can change somebody's matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out hallelujah. hallelujah. Did you receive anything at all? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show. And the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Karis Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.